Jesus said at one point that the harvest was great, but the workers were few. He instructed his disciples to pray for workers to be sent. Well, who do you think those workers are? Stay with us for the answer to that on Cell Life Church Live. Amen. Clap for him. John 3.16. John 3.16, it says, For God, Welcome to Cell Life Church Live. Thank you for joining us as we share an inspirational message that is relevant to life today. Hello, Hi. and welcome to another webcast of Cell Life Church Live. This is a weekly webcast to encourage believers in Christ around the world. The best way to be encouraged is to like our Facebook page and subscribe to our YouTube mm -hmm. channel. One of the best ways to encourage others is to share our videos with others. So go ahead and click the share button. Yeah. And who enjoyed that verse of the day? The Not children sweet. in Shibuchi, Kenya. Um, so precious doing John 3.16 for us. Um, we have kicked off our annual Wheat for Widows campaign mm -hmm. for Cell Life Church Pakistan. 30 US dollars can buy enough wheat to sustain a widow in Pakistan for almost six months. There are many widows in the church in Pakistan, and we read in the book of James that pure religion is taking care of widows and orphans. And this is exactly that. Yeah. Please consider donating to our Wheat for Widows campaign this year. You can give securely online on our website, or you can send a check. In either case, just go to our website at www.celllifechurch.org, just like it's on your screen there, and click the donate button. Thank you so much for helping us feed widows in Pakistan. Yes. We also wanted to share a report about our missions trip to Kenya last month. We have produced a video and it will be online shortly after this webcast. In the meantime, we were able to bring relevant, solid biblical teaching to 75 pastors and church leaders from Kenya, Uganda, and Tanzania. You see, the prosperity gospel is preached broadly across Africa, and we want to bring good doctrine and biblical truths that can be applied to ministry today to combat this. Yes. We spoke on topics like the role and purpose of the church and society, balancing ministry and family, stewardship as a believer and as a church leader, and more. The conference was well received, and most pastors left wanting even more. Yes. So we are looking at ways to do that. Yes, we are. We were also able to purchase much needed food and medical supplies for people in need, mostly widows and orphans, and some financially poor. Mm -hmm. In addition to that, we brought 500 pairs of used eyeglasses for people. We met school teachers who had memorized their textbooks because they could no longer see well enough to read them. Bringing them reading glasses brought new life to their tired eyes yeah. and a renewed outlook on teaching children. Yes. We met with church leaders from other African nations who are interested in becoming a part of Cell Life Church International Network. We are excited about this and looking forward to working with them more closely. We heard amazing testimony of how God is working in and through people day in and day out mm -hmm. in Kenya and the surrounding nations. Yes. 
We also had some of the best worship we <laughs> could have while being there. There's so much life and joy in the worship. Yes, there is. Uh, with that, we do need to report uh, something very sad. Uh, Sister Lydia Sherry, pictured here with, with Kelly, um, a beautiful young woman who was nationally known in Kenya for leading worship, uh, passed away a few days ago. Uh, she was battling malaria and meningitis, and she will be greatly missed by everyone who had the pleasure of knowing her, including us. She's now singing with Jesus, and we know that to be apart from the body is to be present with the Lord. Yes. Our prayers are with her family and friends as they walk through this grieving season. Yes. You know, typhoid and malaria is, is rampant in Kenya. Mm -hmm. And if you would like to help combat those diseases and other medical issues in rural Kenya, you can make a donation for that on our website. Every penny donated goes to testing kits, medicine, and medical supplies to combat malaria, typhoid, jiggers, and many other diseases. Yeah. Thank you so much for your generosity. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Last week, we talked about unity in the church. In that, we talked about how church leaders are there to equip everyday people to do the work of the ministry. Mm -hmm. We often talk about the work of the ministry as being the hands and feet of Christ. Well, this includes tasks like feeding the hungry, giving water to the thirsty, housing the homeless, clothing the naked, freeing the captive, and so on. The real point to the message last week is that we are all part of the Church of Jesus Christ, and we all have tasks to perform. We all have a place and a purpose, and it only takes willing people to stand up and say yes when Jesus asks us to do something. But did you know that Jesus spoke about this when he was walking around Israel, ministering to people and teaching his disciples? 2,000 years ago, things were not much different than they are today with respect to this. Let's start by reading Matthew chapter 9, verses 35 through 38. Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them, because they were harassed and, ho and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into the harvest field. Jesus was walking from village to village with his disciples and his followers, and he saw something. He saw people with needs. Mm -hmm. He did not see just a few people with needs. He saw a great many people mm -hmm. with needs. These were people that needed healing from sickness and disease. Yeah. He saw how they were treated by the Roman occupiers and also their leaders. He saw they had no way to defend themselves or take care of themselves. He said... They were like sheep without a shepherd. Hmm. Jesus then turns to his disciples and those following him and says what is recorded in verses 37 and 38. He says, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Jesus saw that there was far more work to be done than he or anyone else could do alone. Yeah. He instructed his followers which includes us today, to pray to the Lord of the harvest 
and ask him to send out workers. Yes. You and I, friends, are those workers. Yes, we are. It does not take Bible school to feed someone. Mm -hmm. It does not take special training to encourage someone. Mm -hmm. A special calling is not needed to share what Jesus has done in your life with others. That's right. We all have been called. Yes. We all have been asked by God to share what he has done in our lives with the people we come into contact Amen. with. Amen. When Jesus shared the Great Commission as recorded in Matthew 28, 19 through 21, he commissioned us all. Yes, he did. He gave us the authority we needed to share the good news of the kingdom with people. Yes. We read in Acts 1-8 that the Holy Spirit comes on us and gives us the necessary power to be witnesses of all God is saying and doing in our villages, mm -hmm. our communities, regions, nations, and the world. Yes. Let's step back a moment. Let's go back <laughs> to the prophet Isaiah. <laughs> Going back to the Old Testament here, and we're going to read Isaiah chapter 6, verses 1 through 8. Yes, we are. In the year that King Isaiah died, I saw the Lord high and exalted, seated on a throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Oh, to see that. <laughs> Above him were seraphim, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying. And they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. At the sound of their voices, the doorposts and thresholds shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried. I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Kind of sounds like today. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongs from the altar. With it he touched my mouth and said, See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for. Amen. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, Here am I, send me. Amen. Oh, I love that Amen. passage of scripture. Amen. Isaiah lived about 700 years before Jesus. Yep. He was a prophet speaking for the Lord to his people while in captivity. Mm -hmm. There is so much we could share from this great passage yes, of scripture, but we really want to focus on the call Isaiah accepted. Yes. We read in verse 8 that Isaiah, after having been purified by one of God's attendants, heard the Lord ask who he could send and who would go for him. Isaiah rightfully said, here am I, send me. <laughs> Amen. Amen. This same Lord that Isaiah saw and heard is the same Lord Jesus asked us to pray and asked him to send workers. The harvest is great, friends, but the workers are few. Yes. The same Lord, God the Father, is constantly asking, who can we send? Yes. As the faithful people of God ask him to send workers, he asks, who can we send? Who will go for us? <laughs> when we accept Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior, a cleansing happens to mm -hmm. us. We are washed clean by the sacrifice Jesus made for us. Our sins are washed away and we are made holy by the spilling of his blood. Mm -hmm. Much like Isaiah, who was purified by the coal, we are purified by the blood of Jesus. Yeah. Once we are purified by the blood of Jesus, we can hear the Lord. 
we can hear him asking, who can we send? Who will go for us? Amen. Do you hear him? Amen. There's only one correct response when you hear the Lord's call. And we must answer with our whole heart mm -hmm. and answer just as Isaiah did. Here am I. Send me. Mm -hmm. What we are asked to do is not always glamorous. And it will rarely make us famous. That's okay. We are to give God all the glory anyway. None of the glory is for us. Yes. We must always point back to Jesus. Amen. Sometimes the tasks the Lord gives us will cause us some discomfort. Mm -hmm. Again, that's okay. Mm -hmm. We must rely on what the Lord asks us to do and trust the Holy Spirit will equip us and give us the necessary power to complete the task. Yeah. Let's go back to the New Testament now and read more about the harvest and the need for workers. Let's read Luke chapter 10, verses 1 through 12. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them two by two ahead of him to every town and place where he was about to go. He told them, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Go, I am sending you out like lambs among wolves. Do not take a purse or bag or sandals and do not greet anyone on the road. When you enter a house, first say peace to this house. If someone who promotes peace is there, your peace will rest on them. If not, it will return to you. Stay there, eating and drinking whatever they give you for the worker deserves his wages. Do not move around from house to house. When you enter a town and are welcomed, eat what is offered to you. Heal the sick who are there and tell them the kingdom of God has come near to you. But when you enter a town and are not welcomed, go into, the, into its streets and say, even the dust of your town we wipe from our feet as a warning to you. Yet be sure of this, the kingdom of God has come near, I tell you, it will be more bearable on that day for Sodom than for that town. Ouch. Yeah. I don't want to be living there. <laughs> <laughs> Luke shares more about Jesus' teaching on the harvest. Mm -hmm. He ties it together with Jesus sending out the 70 or 72 disciples to prepare the villages for his ministry. In this passage, just after Jesus instructs the disciples to ask the Lord of the harvest to send workers, he turns to them and says, Go! <laughs> Did you catch mm -hmm. that? Right. Go! <laughs> he is telling us the same thing. Go! Mm -hmm. We are the workers. Yeah. We are the body of Christ. We are the saints that Paul refers to in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 and 12, when he says the Lord gives church leaders as a gift to the church so they can equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Mm -hmm. Jesus warns them before they go, though. He tells them, he is sending them out as lambs among wolves. He instructs them to let their peace rest on people who will promote peace. He tells them to heal the sick and stay ministering where they start. Don't hop around here and there. He also tells them that if they are not welcomed in a place, to shake the dust of the place from their feet and move on. Yeah. Amen. It's moving on. Right. Great instructions. We have the same instructions. Yes. Our job is to prepare people to hear the gospel and meet their needs. Yes. We are to be agents <laughs> of peace in this world. Yep. 
We are to spread the gospel and serve others where we can. Do not take it personally if someone does not want to hear about Jesus or accept the service that you offer. Mm -hmm. You are not the one being rejected. It is Jesus. That's right. We encourage you to go and make disciples. Go where the Lord leads you. Yes. Speak the words the Lord shares with Mm -hmm. you. Pray for those in need. Be the hands and feet of Jesus to the people you meet and share what he has done in your life. We have all been called. Mm -hmm. We are all members of the family of God and part of the church of Jesus Christ. We are the bride of Christ. Yes. Yes, the harvest is great and the workers are few. As we ask the Father to send workers, be ready to go when he asks, who can we send? Who will go? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for being with us today and allowing us to be part of your life. We do hope you've been encouraged and are ready to accept Jesus' challenge. Mm -hmm. Go! If you have questions or comments about this or any of our other teachings, please contact us using one of the methods in the closing of the video in just a moment. Remember to donate to our Wheat for Widows campaign on our website at www.celllifechurch.org. You can also see the other areas in which you can donate to this ministry. Thank you again for that. Until next time, be encouraged in Jesus' name. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining Cell Life Church Live. We hope you've been encouraged. If this message touched you in some special way and you would like to contact us, you may do so on our Facebook page, website, this YouTube channel, or email. We enjoy hearing how these messages impact your life. Would you consider supporting Cell Life Church financially? Contributions can be made online and are tax deductible in the United States. Details for giving can be found on our website at www.celllifechurch.tv.